Who's up next? Graham. Is it me? Mm-hmm. Straight up? Wow. Graham Sorry. just zoned uh, out because I picked yeah. Code Mountain and he just yeah. died. <laughs> he was he was taking time to process. I know, yeah, yeah. He's like, what is this guy doing? I'm still reeling from the cat in the hat choice. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the one... <laughs> Welcome back to Cinevibes, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing another movie draft. That's right. Your favorite time. The most exciting episode that we have. The movie draft. This year, 2003. And joining me today is Ken, my amazing co-host. Oh, hi. (laughs) Gavin, the bearded wonder. Hello. And Graham, also the bearded wonder. Yes, uh, also bearded, (laughs) yes. How are you doing? Got the usual suspects here today, and we're going to dive right in. You guys know how it works. We pick from six categories and go through snake draft format and try and select the best movies from each category so that we can destroy each other. And you guys will be voting on this later so let us know what you think about these picks kicking it off for 2003 is myself then it'll be followed by graham gavin and ken in reverse order and so on so here we go i have the first pick and it's a lot of power and i don't know what to do (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like i feel like i have to go sci-fi adventure fantasy Mm. Lord of the Rings, what? Return of the King. Yep. Yeah, I knew that would be swiped immediately. So I had to do it, man. Yeah, it is kind of the end of an era. A lot of things change with movies after this. Absolutely, especially ones of epic scale and you know CGI started taking over. We get movies like King Kong coming out, where it's just like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, it ended a series that everyone loved, especially for people that read the books. I've always heard that it's a faithful adaptation of the books to film, and that doesn't happen very often. And just an amazing cast, beautiful images, New Zealand on display perfectly. And yeah, what more do you need to say? I mean, I guess you could say a lot, probably podcast episodes worth, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I'll definitely add it to my watch list. Um, <laughs> never heard that one, but it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Shots fired. That's a, a a great memory, watching that in theaters. Like you said, it feels like an end of an era. Like even at the time, uh, it's like nothing has nothing's like this. Like this is special. Yeah, and that that has been more and more true as the years have gone on, for sure. I think Graham and I actually have a popcorn bucket. It's from when Return right of the there. King came out. Oh, yeah. about it. oh, it's right behind him. Yeah, dude. That's fantastic. Yes. The the original NFTs just yeah. sitting there. That's collectible I, I'm now. Currently, Better hold yeah, on I'm that. currently looking at Sam staring into Frodo near Mount Mount Doom. Sam wise. I can't carry it for yes. you. But I can't carry you. <laughs> that's the that's the scene I'm looking at right now. Getting a little teary eyed thinking about it. Yep. All right. Next up, Graham. What you got? Wow. I'm going to go comedy horror. Mm. School of Rock. School of Rock. Nice pick. I had to. I mean, it's probably like the best film of the year. (laughs) I mean, it's so good. Like one of those films you watch, at least for me, I watch as a kid and I love it. And I watch it as an older person and I love it. It's iconic. It's awesome. Is that one that you revisit frequently? Not as much as I would like to, but like when it's on TV, I watch it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like no question if it's on, it's like, I'm going to watch some, at least some of it. You know, it's just a great, a great time. Great writing, wonderful cast. It's awesome. It's like a, 
I don't know if it's rare, but a unique blend of the funny and then the kind of heartwarming sentiment. I really like that in a comedy. Yeah, it's uh, Richard Linklater. He uh, he will not. Uh, he'll be he'll show up in these lists. I'm sure oh, quite yeah. a few times. He's he's tapped into something special for sure. Yeah, that's a good pick. Thank you. All right, Gavin. So with my first pick, I'm going with drama. City of God. Oh, City of God. Oh, dude. I was hoping to have that one. Yeah, well, you did. <laughs> I did not. Walk us through it. So Graham and I actually watched this together not too long ago. It's true. And as we were watching it, I realized that I was watching one of the best films that I'd ever seen. Really? It's a rare feeling. You don't, you know, when you watch something and you just go, I've never seen anything like this. And I feel all the ways you're supposed to or want to feel when you're watching a movie. Yeah. It is incredible how dark the subject matter is while being incredibly fun. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's a rare breed, one of a kind. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. I've actually never heard of it. It's uh, Brazil. Okay. Brazilian. It was nominated for four Oscars including best editing and I think screenplay and it lost all of them to Return of the King. <laughs> Dang. And it's like any other year, man. Yeah. For this sure. It's cause it's just like the most perfectly made film. I know when we like, I know when we like films, we, we recommend them and say, you know, check it out, check it out. Right. I, I can't recommend that movie enough. And it's one of the, it's one of the best edited films ever. Really? Like period. Wow. Yeah, ever. The way they are able to blend the tone and the the speed of the story. Just check it out. It's real good. Sounds like a movie review episode waiting to happen. Yeah. Ken, round us out on the first round here. Wow. 2003. It was uh it was a tough year for me to make some choices, but I will have to go with first pick in the fantasy sci-fi genre. It's kind of, it was tough for me to find a sci-fi film that I had seen. And then, you know, I think it was very sparing in this year with sci-fis as well. Mm -hmm. So sadly, it will not be a sci-fi, but a fantasy. And that fantasy will be Bruce Almighty. Hmm. Oh man! I mean, this movie is iconic for me. Growing up, I quoted it so much, and just Jim Carrey's personality throughout it all—just yeah, I still quote it. Yeah, that's the only way I can spell beautiful. Yeah, like literally today, as I was at work, one of my coworkers said "b e a beautiful." Yeah, I was like, "Yep, there it is." I'm such a nerd. When I think beautiful, I think about that uh, Javier Bardem movie with the yeah. with the the <laughs> a true cinephile. Yes, it's like B I U T something like that. And oh, it's, it's a great film. You should watch it. It was not, only the real ones now, right? Yeah. Great. Yep. I know. I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to just throw that out there. No, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Yours is more normal for sure. No, <laughs> no, it. Uh, but yeah, definitely Bruce Almighty. It's a solid flick. It's a, yeah, good choice. Yeah. All right. Starting off round two. Back at you, Ken. All right. For my second pick, I'm going to pick the blockbuster. Oh. And I'm going to choose Finding Nemo. Mm. It's good. Finding wow. Nemo with my blockbuster. I mean, I don't know what else can be said about this movie, so... I, I can't really add too much to the discussion that it's just fantastic. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. I'm sure we'll do a uh, Pixar list or something at some point, but mm. where does it sit for y'all? Is it top five in any of y'all's lists? Probably. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Mm. There's been five. so it's many tough. recently that are just really great from them so i don't know where it sits now i'd have to reevaluate in recent years <laughs> uh in recent years i've i've come to the conclusion that brad bird and andrew stanton are the pixar masters 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Pete Doctor might have the most Oscars, and he's brilliant. But did he make <laughs> Incredibles? Did he make <laughs> uh, Wally? I don't think so. Right. A quick note about we talked about this before we started the episode. Two thousand three had so many movies that you've seen, but they're like all rom coms, or they're all. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of B level comedies, and I don't some starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. At least one. I don't know if he did. Him, or, like, actually, I won't get into it. But yeah, he did some. so I just think some. that's interesting that we have a year like this that we haven't quite had yet. But Gavin, keep us going. I'm gonna go with an adventure film. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Dude, you're That's getting a good it. One. You're getting it. Yeah, that, uh, in my opinion, like that's like the first pick next to Return of the King for this draft. I saw that film probably six times in theaters. Yeah. It's definitely up there with the most times I've seen a film in theaters. It's so stinking good. It's a reminder that Gore Verbinski is one of the great filmmakers of our time yes uh, to make a film that fun based off of a stupid ride you know it's like it shouldn't work and no one thought johnny depp's performance would work on set and Mm -hmm. it's it's an icon you know going back to bruce almighty yep an iconic character yeah you know those are the those are the performances really that that stay with culture Mm -hmm. and it's a shame they're not looked at or recognized at the awards but no one can look at you know johnny depp's character yeah society yeah yeah captain jack sparrow who's still listening to that soundtrack like everyone oh yeah absolutely i i hear it like in my mind right now it's yeah thankfully it was recognized for best lead actor at the time Mm. johnny depp did get a nomination which is incredible it's right up there with uh sigourney weaver getting one for aliens Wow. I know. It's like it's so cool. So I didn't cool. Know that. That's cool. He lost to Sean Penn for a movie we might discuss. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> uh, Just yeah. point throwing it out there. It's a good pick though. It's a great pick. Life changing movie, to be honest. Thank you. All the pirates movies kinda go downhill after that. But Sure. Like most originals. Solid. I like two and three a lot though. I really do. Two more than three, but perhaps we'll jump into those in another episode. Definitely. What do you got next, Graham? Oh, boy. My Achilles heel in this game is always animation and family. <laughs> so I'm going to go for that. And I'm going to choose Ricky Friday. Ah. Mm. I was sweating because I thought you were going to pick mine, but that's a good one. Yeah. This is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like no joke, no irony. It's hilarious, funny, and... Just funny. This is a <laughs> remake, smart. correct? It's a remake, yes. And my, I was mind blown to realize, or not realize, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said in an interview of sorts that she was a late addition to the cast. So they were actually filming when she was, uh, she had to replace, I think, Annette Bending was the oh, character wow. instead, which is, she's great, but very different movie. Yeah. Yeah. But she had to just come in and do her thing. Like she just had to bring her energy to it. And this energy was criticized by, I think, the editor of the film. The editor wanted her to take it down. And she's like, no, I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. You do your thing and I'm going to do my And it's like, what would, what would this movie be without Jamie Lee Curtis? I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's easily over half the movie. Banging soundtrack. Great, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I remember it vividly. Yes. That's my choice. Excellent. All right. For my second round pick, I think I have to go comedy horror and I'm going to pick Elf. Elf. It's a good pick. Mm. It's a tough one, but how many times have we all seen Elf? And mm. I, it's I become a, a Christmas tradition for people yeah. to watch Elf. Like, Rudolph and things like that. So, mm-hmm. just a great, fun movie. It's got a nice blend of, you know, adult humor mixed in there with the humor that's good for everyone. And 
you just you could quote the whole thing if you wanted to yeah oh yeah great visual effects too uh it's not really yeah. known for this but it has a lot of in camera special effects like all the stuff in the beginning where he's larger yeah. than everyone and all that i saw that yeah. i was like i saw how they did that how they messed with depth mm-hmm. and i was like what yeah and i all thought the... my man was literally two <laughs> times the size exactly uh, it's the Lord of the Rings thing, going back to Return of the King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, also the stop motion, the Raken Bass stop motion that they, some of them literally like from those shorts and all those things. It's like, this movie just, was just made with love and you can tell for mm-hmm. sure. Good pick. Appreciate it. Before we continue with the movie draft, here's what's going on in the news this week. In terms of film, this is a big week. A Quiet Place 2 opened with a box office of $60 million. That is equivalent to what was expected prior to the pandemic, and even is on par with Quiet Place 1. Cruella also opened this week and is currently sitting at a single day gross of 7,700,000. This data shows that people are ready to get back into the theaters, much like I am, I know you are. With that being said, let's get back to the movie draft. Kicking off round three. Feeling pretty good so far, I don't know about you guys, but uh... <laughs> gonna jump down to animated and family mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick a little film from our good friend Shia LaBeouf oh. I'm gonna go with Holes <laughs> wow he takes Holes wow I actually didn't watch this that much when I was young no, when it came no. out but watched it later on and I was like man this is actually like not just a fun movie but kind of hits you and mm-hmm. i guess sure. disney is pretty good at doing that is that disney i think it yes is. Mm-hmm. yeah i was so. watching uh miracle today with kurt russell and mm-hmm. it starts off with the live action disney logo with the little it's like orange and black bring mm-hmm. that back man it's so yeah. beautiful it gives me the feels i, I feel it yeah it feels mm-hmm. classic I do. when it comes up Holes is a great movie. If I ever have kids, that's a movie I'm going to show them 100%. Yeah. Like, you have to watch this. Yeah. That film I watched quite a few times because it was on the Disney Channel quite frequently growing up. And I I just remember that film being, like, really good. Like, as a kid growing up, I was like, I, I was in the movie myself. Like, what if <laughs> I had been put on a bus mm-hmm. and driven Definitely. out to the middle of nowhere to be digging holes? Yeah. It's a good movie to, again, like, I don't know. If, if you watch this movie, I think you you imbue kids with a better perspective of, like, you know, jail. Like, people in jail, they're not all bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're messed up. They're, you know, they they mess around, but they're, they're, good, they're, they're good people, a yeah. lot of them. I think at... It's a good film to in that regard. Gives empathy yeah. empathy for some people who sometimes are viewed as lesser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damage or Definitely. something like that. Excellent. All right. Moving on. Graham. Round three, what do you got? Oh, I have a, I have so many there's a there's a lot of good films from this year. Uh not as many as two thousand four, but I mean some good ones. I'm just going to go go for it. I'm going to take Lost in Translation uh, drama. Mm. Lost in Translation, nice. I watched this way too recently, but it's kind of a perfect movie. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a loose term, I guess, but I mean, mm-hmm. and it's weird. I read the screenplay before I watched the film, which is an interesting exercise. I recommend it very much. Mm. Yeah, the screenplay's good, but watching it is. It's like the, the, you can't reading it. You can't just separate Bill Murray. You, you have to have yeah. Bill Murray. You have to have Scarlett. You have to have this location. It just you have to have all these things. And it's that's why I mean like a perfect movie. It takes all these elements, and you have yourself this movie. And the end. The ending is not in the, in the screenplay I read. The ending does not imply that he like whispers to her. Mm-hmm. That might be like I might be. Misled or something, but I didn't read like he whispers in her ear and no that they did that 
mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. an iconic moment in cinema. Like, what did he say to her? And it's like you can, yeah, think anything you want. Really mm-hmm. beautiful. That's uh, Sofia Coppola, right? Yes, she yeah. won an Oscar. And then she reteamed with him just this past year, I believe. Yes, on the rocks. Yeah, it's really cool. Bill Murray. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of didn't like him when I was little. I didn't mm-hmm. understand, I guess, his comedy. Right. But I got back into it in the past few years, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. eating up all his movies. Yeah, get, getting a little more jaded. I think you just relate to him so much more when you get yeah. older. You're just like, yeah. when, don't you just wish you could say everything the Which way man, he says it? It's great. Right, yeah. Like, you know, movies, like, from I saw on the rocks recently, then jumping back to Wes Anderson, just like, Mm-hmm. Give me all the Bill Murray. Yep. Have you seen uh, Meatballs? I have not. It's a movie he made with uh, Ivan Reitman, who did uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Kind of early, early film. Was that before or after Ghostbusters? It was before. Uh, a few years before. And it's just, it's just fun. It's a he's a a, a lead like camp group guy, a uh, lead camp like leader at a summer a perfect camp. Perfect role for him. Oh, it's absolutely, he eats it up and he like <laughs> uh, really has a great relationship with this kid who's like lonely and kind of an outsider and yeah. he's like taken to him and it's really, it's, I recommend Meatballs if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I have to add that to my list. Alrighty, moving right along. So for my third movie, got a couple of solid genres left. I'm going to go blockbuster epic. The Last Samurai, starring Ah. Tom Cruise. Good movie. (laughs) Nice. I would imagine most people have not seen this movie because it's like five hours long. (laughs) But it made like five hundred million dollars, or right, right, like right under it. Right. So it was a big, it was a big, big hit when it came out. That's incredible. Which is super cool. Yeah, I mean, movies like that don't make four hundred million dollars anymore, and it feels very much like a Hollywood movie, Mm -hmm. as you know as much as it's inspired by uh, non-Hollywood things, to me what sets it apart is how big it is. It is very much an epic and just explosive mm-hmm. film. Yeah, I don't know. I just really love Tom Cruise's performance. I love the music. Hans Zimmer did the score. Uh, it's just a really kind of a slow burn, but man, when it heats up, it's got some just truly iconic scenes mm-hmm. and death scenes and I mean, the death scenes in that movie are, they stay with you. It's really, really something. Mm-hmm. Didn't Tom Cruise famously almost get beheaded filming that? Mm. It sounds familiar. Like they were using real blades or something and got real close. He's he he's that crazy. Like, that's the movie that started it. And then he's like attached to it, planes and jetpacks or whatever yeah, else he's he, trying um, to do. He, he's committed. Uh, there's a fight scene in the film that they worked on for months and you can tell. Yeah. Like it's, I feel it's like really you good. need that. Ken Watanabe, shout out. What a great actor. He's uh, Man, in the film. he is so good in yeah. that movie. Great actor. Sweet. Nice. A lot of good movies left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, uh, I'm going to go to another category. I'm going to family and animation. And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier animation. It was kind of tough for me to come by. That might just be uh, my recollection with a lot of these films in this year, but... I'm going to go for family, the cat in the hat. Okay. This, this is a meme gold mine. Wow. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I go wow. back and there, there's a, there's, there's a few scenes in this that I, I watch like every now and then. It's hilarious. It's gold. I mean, yeah, it's, it's taking a whole new life. And I think for good reason, it's, I enjoyed this movie when I saw it in the theater. I was, yeah. I was one of those, I, I just, I was a kid. I was the perfect age, and yeah, it was. Just, I get, I got nothing out of it, and as an adult, I get a lot mm-hmm. out of it. <laughs> it's yep. amazing how that works. Yeah. Who that that was? What, who Mike Myers was? Mike, Mike Myers. Myers, directed by Bo Welch, who was a production designer for uh, Adam's Family and Tim Burton, and he yeah. that was kind of like the end for this because he's you know he can do wacky, mm-hmm. and also cinematography by the legend Emmanuel Lebesky, mm. Chivo. Who has three Oscars that he won back to back, and he did Cat in the Hat. I absolutely just love that. A little bit of a shift, but yeah, fun movie. Got to eat. Mm-hmm. He's okay now. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. He's healthy. 
All right, now with that category down, I'm going to move on to drama. Now, uh, I feel like I already know what you're going to pick. I don't I don't know if you do. Oh. I don't know if you do. This one, it depends. But also, this is a really good movie that when I was growing up, I watched it quite a bit. And the I actually went to school with some people who knew where this was originated from. I My pick is Radio. Dude, I oh. knew you were going to pick Radio. You knew it was? Wow. Yes, I knew it. That's yes. a good one. I really mm. love that movie. Yeah, the original, the guy it's based off of was from around the Clemson area. Mm-hmm. And I went to school with some people who went to school with what radio is based off of, the guy, and knew him. And so it, it personally, I don't know if I knew necessarily growing up that the guy was from like Pickens County. Right. But I, I was like, you know, watching this anytime it came on the TV because it's just a very, very good film. It's just really solid. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. is phenomenal. I don't think he is aged well in terms of his standing in society with mm-hmm. some stuff going on, but great performance. Yeah. He did a lot of really great movies in this era, but mm-hmm. yeah, his uh, Jerry Maguire, he's so good in that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he is. So that's a good pick. Also, uh, Ed Harris, I think, is in that one. Yes, Ed Harris. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't matter what he does; it's good. Like the Truman Show, Snowpiercer. It's just he, like, he has range. I think it's the voice. Mm-hmm. Yes, his voice is just so like it can be so sinister or so charming. Yeah, yeah. he's also very powerful. Like just as a as a person, his personality just has that quality to him that. I'll watch anything he's in. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Up next, Gavin, round four. All right. So uh, I've got a couple things I can do here. Bet you won't. You won't do it. <laughs> so I'm going to take a little bit of liberty with this genre, but for comedy horror. Mm-hmm. Kill Bill. No. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> no. He just broke Graham's heart. He broke no. my heart too. Have you seen my list, guys? Oh. I just destroyed you guys. Mine's <laughs> pretty good. Right Mine's now. pretty good. I don't remember when I saw Kill Bill. I was in middle school, I think, because I have a very vivid memory of not not necessarily watching the film, but the conversation around it. I was doing a youth group thing at my church. Mm-hmm. And I had just seen the film and was telling everyone I knew about it. <laughs> and one of the leaders was like, you saw Kill Bill? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, that movie is awful. And I was <sighs> like, that movie is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't imagine being somebody watching this and thinking this is a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It is so... I mean, you realize as you get older and you watch more of his, of Tarantino's stuff, but it's just peak Tarantino. I mean, mm-hmm. those... Those two movies are just, they are incredible. Uma Thurman, I mean, just a gem. The violence is just beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, it really is. It's masterfully done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is the end for people who haven't seen his movies. Like if, you've, if you're someone who's not really watched Tarantino's movies, then watch Kill Bill and you'll get like a crash course on his uh, pretty much everything. Yeah, uh, that he, it's all there. There, all the Italian stuff, all the Eastern stuff, all, everything is in the. It's in at least the first two movies. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch both. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's yeah. it's worth it. It's required. One thing I really do like about it as well, and you can say this for a lot of films, but one thing that stands out to me is how to shoot a movie, like knowing what movie you're trying to tell, and then being able to execute it. Yeah. The the way it's cut and the types of shots that they get um, are, they're just dreamy. I mean, mm-hmm. there's something to aspire to, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Richardson, the DP, is one of the best. Uh, he he frequently shoots uh, Oliver Stone and uh, Martin Scorsese films. 
and he mm. he got to really and he also shot uh once upon a time in hollywood like he he does a lot of tarantino's movies as well he's he really got to flex if you will because again it's like kung fu western horror comedy like drama it's, it's like a whole it's thing it's a whole thing it's a really hard thing to capture uh consistently and i think they nailed it yeah i really didn't expect you to pick that in comedy so i was a bit taken back yeah yeah but definitely a solid pick all right graham how do you follow that well i can't because he took the movie <laughs> that was gonna oh, be my pick man. he's scrambling 100%. everyone I got, I got, I got, I got blockbuster epic master and commander. Okay. With Russell Crowe. The, this, I've, I, I watched this in the last year or so and I'm really glad I did because if I like have watched it when I was like, like, uh, Gavin's pick, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. If I had watched it around that time, I would have been bored by it. I would have been, you know, I wouldn't have liked it, but mm-hmm. as a, adult it's just it's awesome it's just an awesome human uh epic like truly like epic movie but not in like the same way pirates of the caribbean is it's like epic and like a wow they got that they really captured this time yeah can i add something to this as well i mean it goes back to what i was trying to get at with last samurai these are true hollywood films with huge stars that are meant to be taken seriously and I think that I think that they're just not making those because of the fear of spending two hundred and fifty million dollars on something and it not working out. Or I mean, Master and Commander was one fifty. I don't know what inflation would make it, but you know, it's like these are movies. These are movies that people remember. Master and Commander and Last Samurai to a lot of people would be boring, but I think people that truly appreciate what it takes to make a film watch it and really resonate with what's what the aspirations were behind making it it's big yes master commander blockbuster epic That's i will actually prove to you that watching it when you're the age that it came out you are very bored that was my takeaway i actually yeah, fell asleep sense. so i need to revisit that one yeah i vaguely remember watching it like i think dad rented it in blockbuster and i remember watching the scene where they're uh, operating on the kid I remember going, oh, I'm not going to watch this. This is not for me. <laughs> this is not for me. This is not Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And I'm kind of scrambling over here. Not going to lie. Uh, well, I guess I'll go to my wild card. Give me some time <laughs> to process. Uh, wild card. This is a movie that I watched all the time. I don't know why, but. Man, The Rock is just fun to watch on screen, especially when he was first getting going and still being called The Rock, you know? Mm-hmm. And got to go with the rundown. Mm. Mm. Tell us about it. A great, like, adventure action film and just with The Rock doing rock things. And there's explosions and vehicle chases and all sorts of stuff. I love it, I think. Uh, Christopher Walken, he's the villain in this, if I'm remembering I believe correctly. he is, yes. Never seen it, but I, I yeah. know of it. And I've seen I've seen the part where they tumble down the hill, and that's pretty oh, funny. It's so funny. Him and uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott, yep. Yeah. Great pairing, just like the dumb, Yes, it's a much guy. better pairing than uh, Hobbs and Shaw, <sighs> two men who are exactly the same. What it is. Sean William Scott is nothing like The Rockets, instantly a better film. Yeah. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> it's, it's, I know yeah. it's instantly a better it's movie true. than Hobbs and Shaw. So yeah, the rundown. Solid. They need to make Hobbs and Shaw with like The Rock and Seth Green or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just come, give give me something different. Leonardo DiCaprio in a, in a uh, comedic role. He needs to do more comedic roles. That would be great. I just realized I have to pick immediately, and I didn't really buy myself any time. Hey, you picked a wild card thinking you had some time. Meanwhile, you have to pick again. You you are your own worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> You've done yourself in. 
It sucks because I'm going to pick a movie that I don't remember very well, but I know I've seen. Mm-hmm. So I don't have much to say about it, but. Inception. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pick drama. I had Kill Bill, but that was stolen from me viciously by Gavin. And I'm going to have to go with one that was a hit during the award season, and that's Cold Mountain. Crickets. Exactly. <laughs> I, I did not watch this for the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. I skipped. And I can't even be excited about this pick. It's, you hate to see it. It's, <laughs> I, you know, it. I will say, I'm sure it's good, though. And I'm it's, sure it's good. It's got a lot that's amazing about it in terms of the story, but it's kind of lengthy, and mm-hmm. I think it's forgettable. Yeah. Unfortunately. But that's where we're at. And yeah. Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain. Nice. Who's up next? Graham. Is it me? Mm hmm. Straight up? Wow. Graham just zoned Uh, out because I picked Cold Mountain and he just died. (laughs) He was was taking time to process. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is this guy doing? I'm still reeling from the cat in the hat choice. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the one. But I will, I'll go with science fiction fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I'll choose The Matrix Reloaded. Ah, nice. Beautiful. This is a dang entertaining film. If you can accept that's very different from the first. Like, if you can just accept that like it's going it's taking the next step in the story that these filmmakers want to tell and you can just sit back and enjoy the if you can manage to enjoy even the the nonsensical dialogue Mm -hmm. then you'll have a great time because it's it it has so many ideas and so many set pieces and i i think all of them it's like nine times out of ten it's like it hits the the tenth time it's like okay like it ends on a weird cliffhanger that no one got excited about yeah it's like a reveal that was literally we just it's 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 not a reveal if we already knew what happened like whatever <laughs> it's hard to explain if you've not seen it but yeah uh but other than that it's like really solid sequel mm-hmm. it has one of the biggest set pieces i've ever seen um and the, on the highway like why don't we get stuff like this anymore like tenet this came close yeah but even that like that's like that's child's play compared to this it's like 20 minutes long and they're like swimming on the highway and there's like ghost vampires and they're having ninja fights on a (laughs) semi-truck it's insane what a sentence i know and then meanwhile there's a superman guy that's on their way to get the heroes like that's Mm -hmm. just happening in the background that's it's a wild movie wild wild movie Um, so that's my pick nice Radio. What was your pick again? I completely blinked out. <laughs> Matrix Seven. The Matrix Reloaded. Uh, not Revolutions, even though that one's okay too. Yeah, I, I don't thought, mind it. I thought that's what you picked. Cool, cool. Continue. All right. So I just want to shout out Google real quick. I typed in the name of this film. Five billion results. Ooh. In one second. That's Ooh. pretty cool. Nice. You know, you don't ever look at those things, but uh, I also looked it up because it's on my list and I put it on the list because it's really good and was shocked that it hadn't been picked. So I was double checking to make sure it came out in 03. Mm-hmm. This, and I don't mean this with any hyperbole, this is a top five film for its genre. And that is X Men 2. Mm. Yep. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. X Men 2 is just sitting right there guys that movie is so good yeah and i really do think if i if i picked five comic book films it would be in the top five so to get it here towards the end really fun for me most of us have seen this x-men series and i think it's the best one it's Um, it's the best one for sure Uh, (laughs) yeah. yeah great story uh tremendous acting great performances obviously and X-Men 2. Can someone walk me through the order of the X-Men movies? Because I haven't seen many of them. Like in release date? I'm very date? confused. Yeah. X-Men is when he fights Wolverine. Magneto steals, uses Rogue's powers to like 
Make everyone mutants. Make everyone mutants. Doesn't really work out. Oh. Also has that dude that like slips through the uh, the jail in a slimy way. Shows mm. up on the beach. Mm. It's super gross. Very gross. Uh, X-Men 2 Nightcrawler. is iconic because of, uh, what's his face? Nightcrawler. Brian. Well, Nightcrawler, yeah, but Brian Cox. Yeah. Oh. Just so good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The great score. Great Iconic lines like, have you ever tried not being a mutant? Very funny. <laughs> and the uh, social ramifications of that kind of line. It's very funny. And do the movies go downhill in quality after that? Yes, 100%. Until kind of first class is pretty solid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's more There's more goose eggs. And right. like Logan is like such a like, it's so off the beaten path. It's yeah, so, the Wolverine, Wolverine where he's in Japan and Logan. That's the one where he hides from an atom bomb blowing up, right? Yes, yeah, really cool. Opening that scene where he's cool saving a Japanese soldier from the uh, Hiroshima, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that Which just kind of runs together for me. I don't, quite I don't know the why. concept. I wish that that got the R-rated, like on outside the beaten path, you know, carte blanche that Logan got. I think if you it, could tell that that's what they were going yeah, for. Yeah, if though. it did, I think it would have been even better than Logan. Mm. That's my opinion. But I as it, that. as it is, it's it's like two movies trying to be trying to coexist and it's like it can't coexist you can't have silver samurai in a movie where he's like getting shot and actually getting hurt <laughs> it doesn't mix doesn't mix at all just wanted to clarify that that was my wild card pick i don't know if i did yes. that already uh yeah okay thanks good for clarifying to know. good to know as your sci-fi ken round five ah well you know i feel like i've kind of backed myself into a corner here with some of my picks, maybe I should have thought strategically about where I'd place them. But with that being said, my comedy pick is going to be one that is more of a pick from my memory and the fondness I have for this film, like most of my picks. And it's going to be cheaper by the dozen. Nice. <laughs> this film is another one of those where... It was just on repeat on TV all the time. And my mom and brother and anybody else that I could grab to sit down with me to watch this film. I I would sit and watch this film for hours on end. And yeah, it's more of a pick from my memory. Can't really speak too well on the how much it holds up to to today's (laughs) standards. But you know. Yeah, that's pretty similar to me and Gav. I think we, we watched that quite a lot, I think. Very quotable. Yeah, That's uh, Steve Martin, right? Yeah. Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt. The yeah. awesome, awesome Bonnie Hunt. We love Bonnie you know, Hunt. I actually, this film made me, because of one of the quotes in this film, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the sister call one of them like FedEx? Yes. Yes. All right, so... I had no idea why that was a thing. As a kid, I was like, ha, got him. But I, I just, I thought about that just recently. I was like, why is that an insult? And honestly, I looked it up and I've forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, I want to know the answer now. I Wasn't the idea that he had been shipped? He had been adopted. Because he said, yeah, he'd been adopted. Uh, he, like he got shipped to the house. You know what? That was too cerebral for my uh, (laughs) brain. It's it's a weird line. (laughs) Also, he's ginger and FedEx has orange in the... Oh, that's true. Isn't he ginger? Yes, he is. Is Is that offensive? (laughs) The red-headed stepchild, but not stepchild. Right. Mm -hmm. And he like runs runs away and it's like, oh, I ran away because no one likes me. (laughs) Feel bad for me. that, That popped into my mind and I Googled it at least within the last two months because I was like, I, I, had, I believe I, it. I, yeah. I just didn't understand the psychology and where they got that <laughs> line. Yeah. They had to dig deep for that. It's in the text. It's in the text. <laughs> it's between the lines. The new one, they're making a new one with Gabrielle Union, cool, mm-hmm. and then Zach Braff. Zach Braff. They're playing the couple. It's like, Are they what? just? It's a remake? It's like a remake. Like, Gabrielle Union, thumbs up, and then, like, Jack Braff, it's like, eh? Like, I don't see how that works. Bunny Hunt and 
and see Martin. That that's dynamite. I see that completely. But the reunion and Brad, I don't know, man. I we'll see. It'll be updated. That's cool. But I mean, we'll see. We support mixed couples on this podcast, of course. Yes. <laughs> Just maybe one of them is like Zach Braff, and one of them is like Gabrielle Union. That's it's, that's just interesting. There's a one's like super like amazing, and then one's Zach Braff. And then one's Zach Braff. Uh, Zach Braff, if you're listening, I loved you in Chicken Little. <laughs> Did you like him in Garden State? I have not seen Garden State. Mm, it's a lovely little film. I skipped for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the meme, though. The Garden State meme is classic. Where he, like, puts on the headset and you just put, put in whatever song you want. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Who's next? Uh, it's me. Go Ken. Oh. Well, I I wish I could. We've taken them all. <laughs> I you've you've all taken them from me and I'm running low on memory juice on a lot of these <laughs> because it's been a hot minute. Memory juice. The film that I'm gonna pick for my wild card is gonna be Dumb and Dumber when Harry No No yeah. Really? That's gonna be my favorite. Oh my gosh. Wild card. Yep. Oh my that, gosh. I when Harry met Lloyd. I this film I it's the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. And it's a prequel, though, isn't it? It's a prequel, but it's a sequel. How does this how does this explain? Explain to me this. So so it's set before It came the, out after. It came out after but it's a, a prequel. Yes. Yeah. Different character, different actors playing the characters that we grew, that we love, that were played by different actors. No, different X Men origins. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like our X Men origins. They're the same. But I was. Uh, th- this was another film where I just remember it fondly. I think this is the only Dumb and Dumber I've seen, which really? is wow, unfortunate. Really? Wow. Yeah. Man. I don't know why, but breaking Ken's heart over here. I, I I'm. I am baffled. I mean, at least I've seen this one that you're picking. Yeah, I, I, get the, I, I guess I, I can give you props. When did Stuck on You come out? I should know this, but when did Stuck on You come out? Because I, I conflate the sequel prequel to Dumb and Dumber and Stuck on You because they have similar posters. Mm-hmm. Like uh, whenever I like look on that was also things or Blockbuster when I went to Blockbuster, it would have the same poster. Stuck on You. Yeah. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Same year. Hmm. Hmm. That is my next pick. <laughs> Dang. Foiled. Got him. Didn't uh isn't that Fairly Fairly Brothers? They one of which has two both. Oscars now? Yeah. One of the Fairly Brothers who has two Oscars did a movie called Stuck on You with Matt Damon and who's the other guy? Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear playing conjoined twins who flip burgers and try to go out with women. But they're stuck together. That's funny, right? You're laughing. It's so funny. It's so good. And then they get unconjoined and it's horrible. And they go come back at the end, I think. <laughs> that's that's why I confuse the Dumb and Dumber prequel sequel with. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The I got tagline confused. is brothers stick together. You can have it, Ken. I'm brothers sorry. I, I, I blame my brain. My brain rewired two different movies. And I judge you. <laughs> I judge you harshly for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I forgive. Thank you. That was beautiful. For my last pick, I have Animated Family. And I was sitting on this one because I forgot we needed it. But also, there were a couple of good ones left. Super Brother Dozen, that was probably going to be mine. Good pick. I'm going to go with Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy. Good pick. Solid. Very similar to. Uh, very similar experiences, like nostalgia-wise, with Daddy Daycare and Cheaper by the Dozen. Daddy Daycare is like extremely iconic. 
like with the certain lines, the the big guy in the movie yells <laughs> laminated. And I, I think about that at least once a month. Yeah. I just in my head I'll just scream laminated. Uh, and That's it just fantastic. I get a kick out of that. So, do you uh, remember do you remember when he gets hit in the crotch and like throws the <laughs> on the floor and collapses to the ground? And it's really funny. Like karate kicked in the nuts. Uh, I I bring this up because uh our nephew Jack was like playing, you know, with me and every hit he, you know, got, I would do basically that. And he, that was hilarious. So thank you. Thank you, Daddy Daker. Also the little kid saying, I missed. I know, dude. What a lovely <laughs> What does that mean? I missed. <laughs> introducing oh, a no. whole, oh, introducing a whole generation to Psycho. Eddie Murphy's facial reactions there, like, <laughs> geez. Also the Flash kid. I he know, wants, dude. He wants to be Tony. Uh, he just wants to be Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Regina King, shout out. I know. Dude, uh, uh, yeah, great pick. Wow, I didn't Love that remember movie. she was in there. I'll be your daddy. <laughs> Steve Zahn, another great actor. A lot of great actors in that one. Yeah. Angelica Houston. Dude, I could, uh, we need to close it up because I could quote that whole movie. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> I love that one. All right. Graham, I think you got wild card This left. is a uh, wild card, yeah. I could be cute. I could pick the room for wild card because that's funny. And it's, a, it's true, a true wild card, right? The room. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I would get me any points because I don't think people have seen the room enough. They might know the, the memes, but whatever. Bad Boys 2. Mm. Bad Boys 2. It's a good one. This movie rocks. Mm-hmm. But not in like a way I think they intended it. It's right. like a, it's a, it's pure art, this movie. It's pure mm-hmm. expression. It encapsulates a very specific time in America when we, uh, 9-11 was happening or mm-hmm. had just happened and we were going to Iraq and yeah. that was going on and the police in LA are dealing with their things and they have all these new toys because of this war and boy, do they make use of it and boy do they go to cuba and wreck some stuff like i mean it's not it's not a pretty picture of this movie but if you like watch it through the lens of like a like a, an artifact it's 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 truly something to behold like it's 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 got the synergy that you can't replicate mm. literally you can't you can't do this movie anymore Probably for good reason, but yeah, there it is. You can watch it, and you'll be bold. You'll you're you'll ascend. <laughs> also, Michael Bay, ascend. like doing his thing. Yep, he. Here's my theory: Pearl Harbor, which Trey, I think you picked mm-hmm. you know, in the 2001 draft. He made that, and he wanted to die. He wanted to just quit life because he had to make a, a he had to make a solid traditional hollywood picture which is nothing like michael bay right and so what does he do next he makes bad boys 2 which has three times the budget of the first film mm-hmm. I, I think four times it, it has a significantly higher budget yeah and he he got to unleash i think he was just cramps he had the cramps and he was unleashing he was just <laughs> unleashing fury into the world. Yep. Yep. And because of that, we had Bad Boys too. That's my nice. wild card. And we're all better for it. Yes. My last pick, my actual last pick, not my fifth round pick that I thought was last, mm-hmm. is going to be a lovely little film called Bend It Like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. It just barely squeaks in the blockbuster because with inflation, it goes over $100 million. Cool. Mm. It qualifies, that's for sure. But what I actually just saw this within the past six months for the first time. and I've never seen it. Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> I it, you picked it, but like... It ages well. It has all the quirkiness. It's set, I believe, in England. Mm-hmm. And it's got Kira Knightley, who's... Just charming in everything she does. She is. I, yeah. Kira Knightley, I, even like we talked about Parts of Caribbean, she's in that. And uh, I I never really got her. Like, I, I watch those movies for Johnny Depp and his funny part gang. Like, 
and uh, Orlando Bloom and you know her were kind of like whatever. But uh, over the years, I've definitely grown fond of her. I think she's a good actress, and I, I, I see it. Like I finally like, see it. She's she's good. Yeah, and I think this is an interesting movie because it is produced by an Indian production company or producers, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't know if that was really a thing at the time to make a movie that released wide like this one did and then also mm-hmm. did so well financially. Right. So yeah, it's just it's real fun and would highly recommend it. So Yeah. I when I saw Bend It Like Beckham when I was looking through my lists, I was like, I swear to God, this is tucked away in my memory somewhere, but I can't figure out where. And now that you've talked about it a little bit more, I think I've found myself even more lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great nugget. <laughs> I, I trust Trey, and especially seeing it so recently. Yeah, it just fits the mold of rom-com, like how you would want it to be. It doesn't mm-hmm. do anything unique, but it... A good rom-com is, is healthy. Yeah. And, it, you know, it mixes in sports in there, which is fun as well. Always. I like sports ball. Yeah. So with that, those are our picks for 2003. Wow. It was kind of brutal. Yeah. It was a was task. Walking through the aftermath of the battlefield that we were just on, I'm like. I feel like I'm picking I'm up wiped. my limbs trying to, like, find myself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was uh I, I think I got I got lucky, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, lucky. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but uh yeah, I like my choices. Gavin has good ones, Trey has good ones, Ken has oh, good yeah. ones. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'll uh run down through the picks really quick just to round things out for us. So for myself, I have Cold Mountain, Elf, Bend It Like Beckham. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Holes, and The Rundown. Graham has Lost in Translation, School of Rock, Master and Commander, Freaky Friday, The Matrix Reloaded, and Bad Boys 2. Gavin has City of God, Kill Bill Volume 1, The Last Samurai, Daddy Daycare, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and X-Men 2. And then Ken has Radio, Cheaper by the Dozen, Finding Nemo, The Cat in the Hat, Bruce Almighty, and Dumb and Dumber. Er. <laughs> that just sums up 2003. Right there. <laughs> Ken, if I have to like choose which one of these lists captures 2003 for me, uh, that, Kansas comes close. That has to be the like, vibe, I swear. I, yeah, like, exactly. I, I feel like five years old again. <laughs> so anyone listening? Five, six, whatever. You got to you gotta pick Ken's on that alone. That's right. Uh, but with that being said, wow, what a movie draft for 2003. I, I think there were a lot. There were a few upsets. I, I've heard, <laughs> we heard some gasps throughout the episode when picks were taken some heart attacks were had <laughs> like cat in the hat and the dumb and dumber one and mm-hmm. like those just as examples uh, stuck yep. on you that i thought was stuck on you stuck yep. on you did not get officially picked just point that out yep yes. stuck on you was is that uh, brought was up and talked about very uh <laughs> talked about but it was not chosen uh but you know, it's an honorary member of the lists. Yeah, absolutely. To put it. Notable films. Anyone got any? Yes. Let's just throw a few out from each person. I will. I like to start. I watched a lot of great films for the podcasts that I hadn't seen before. I think my favorite one was uh, for 2003 was uh, a movie called In the Cut. It's a movie mm. starring. Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. And uh, it's like a, it's like a mystery, erotic thriller mm. that she did during kind of a tumultuous time in her life. So it kind of slipped in the cracks 
when it came out wasn't a big success, but I watched it and I loved it. I thought it was twisty. It reminded me of Italian slashers from the seventies. Mm-hmm. You're just guessing the whole time. I love it. Mm. Who directed that? Jane Campion. She okay. also did the piano, ah. not the pianist, but the piano with uh, that um, Anna Paquin one, her Oscar for, ah. who stars in Gavin's Pick X2. Just pointed out. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a connection right there. Yeah, plug, yeah, plug Gavin there. Sweet. Yeah, in the cut. If you haven't watched it, it's worth the rental. It's so, so twisty and fun and good. Not fun. I don't want to say fun. That's a bad word. But it's, mm-hmm. it's if you like seven, if you like just dark adult you know stuff like that watch that movie you'll like you'll like it i think yeah nice sweet anyone else got any i got one kangaroo jack heck yeah (laughs) i remember that that was on my list for the longest time i was eyeballing it and i was like when am i gonna (laughs) place you and then i just never did but that was right there the entire time it was close but kangaroo jack definitely was close to the top for me who would have thought anthony anderson would have come from that to where he is today yeah start yeah. from the start from kangaroo jack and now we're, <laughs> and now we're here we're here that's yeah, great that, I, I swear to god you give me a movie where a man finds a talking kangaroo i think uh that's all you need it's all i need honestly that'll did you know me the satisfied check. for a while did you know this was a r-rated film when they shot it you know, no I way. can actually see that. I feel like I don't know. I, I, I don't know specifically how, it could but down to like it's to like nothing, so it could like be just marketed to kids because they just didn't think it was good, and <laughs> mm, they completely remade the movie. Yeah, that insane. is kind of shocking, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look it up. Uh, look up Kangaroo Jack production history. You'll you'll if you're our age. Uh, <laughs> somewhere around there you remember the commercials you'll see a little peek behind the curtain you'll be like oh my god what <laughs> okay what? i gotta my dig into that different now that i know this yeah wow one of those things yeah i'm gonna recommend open range and italian job Ooh. i almost put italian job on my list i thought someone was uh, gonna pick adventure. italian job to be honest i almost put that in there it's a great it's film a great fun film italian job yeah. Uh, great cast. Hasn't really been a cast like that, really, in a yeah. movie like that. It's a, it's, we don't get them anymore. A, I know it's a remake, but like, who cares? So that kind of just fun film that you would go because, oh, look at this actor. And wow, this is fun. Like, it's a good movie. Yeah. Good, good, good shout. Also, we, we, we can't go through a 2003 podcast about movies and not mention Angley's Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Angley's Hulk is uh, Gavin. You can attest to this. I mean, I was obsessed with that movie. <laughs> he was uh, when uh, when I was a young lad. There's like I went to <laughs> so much that's good about it in a like CGI type of way. You know, the CGI holds up pretty well. Like I would it's say, impeccably done, despite being too green or whatever people say. Like it looks amazing. Like yeah. who, yeah. When like Angley was making it, people were asking like, "Why does he have purple pants?" And it's like, "Who cares? <laughs> this yeah. is a comic book movie, right?" Mm-hmm. And now you can do whatever you want. I feel like if he got another shot to make that now, people would view it differently. For sure, shoot it at three hundred FPS <laughs> for no reason Dude, at all. That, just I would it. watch that so fast. Oh god, I, mm, you don't even test me. I would, I would <laughs> go broke watching another Angley Hulk movie. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm with you. I just got two quick ones. First one, Just Married. I love Ash and Kutcher and like Ash everything and Kutcher, he does. Okay. I was thinking Ryan Reynolds for some reason. And then yeah. I think this might have been Brittany Murphy's last movie. I don't remember when she passed really? away. She, uh, since, uh, she died in 2008. I think she did Sin City after that. So okay. whatever came so from that, I don't know. Near the end. I, every time I watch it, I just feel like it's her last movie for some reason. But just a great pairing there in a rom-com. So it's Ash, it's Ash and Kutcher and who? Uh, Brittany Murphy. It is it, it, Brittany Murphy as the girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. Sure. I've never seen it, so I didn't know. And then the other one, Something's Gotta Give. I love Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I like Something's Gotta Give. It's, I guess, you know, probably a movie for older folks. Or I'm assuming they were marketing it that way, but I remember watching it pretty young and it's like, I kind of dig this. Yeah. 
Yeah, my mom definitely watched that a lot. Yeah. Still does. When it comes on, like she'll I think watch it. it. I actually won some awards somehow. Golden Globes, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it got any like Oscar nominations. Right. So, yeah. Shout out to Keanu Reeves in that film. Yeah. We, got, mm-hmm. he, he, we, feel, great, we feel for him. Great. We feel for him in that movie, for sure. <laughs> oh, there. So, yeah, I think that kind of sums up 2003 in film. Those are our picks, guys. And yeah. we want to hear what you think. We want to know who you think had the best picks. And we'll have all that up on Instagram and Twitter and other places for you guys to vote. So please do that and let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know whose list comes out on top for this year. Thank you, Graham and Gavin, so much for being here yet again. You guys are fantastic. I love y'all being here. It's awesome, always. Certainly. Yep, you can see our stories and everything on our Instagram at the Cinevibes. And let us know what you think over there uh, in the comments on our post and also on our story. We're going to have polls on there, so you can go ahead and click who you think won. Also, send over your thoughts about what we chose at Cinevibescast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think and how much you love Kangaroo Jack as well. Uh, and cheaper by the dozen oh man I hope you get a lot of pics (laughs) I know but with that being said we are out out